Good to see you all today. Uh, we got a lot of people who haven't left town. I don't know where they're going, but uh, I don't know what the day is or this weekend is, but I know that Ms. Malone uh, left town. She had to go, and Ms. Harden and and uh, the Gibbs. And, uh, they're just a bunch of them been calling me so they couldn't be here. But uh, we've been uh, praying about trying to help a, uh, a light faith church. If you got my letter I sent out this week, <clears throat> down south that uh, was damaged or something happened to him and, and so I, I got in touch with this uh, uh, pastor down there uh, Victory Baptist Church and a tree fell on his house and demolished it and so we was I called and talked to him about it so today throughout the day we'll be taking up an offering just for uh, for that and so pray about that, if you would, please. We already have, I think, $650 came in from people who just heard about it and came by the house and, and left it. So uh, we want to be a blessing to them if we can, please. This morning, turn your Bible, please, to Mark, Matthew chapter 15. Matthew chapter 15. I'm going to begin to read in verse 7. I want to talk to you about spiritual blockages. That is, I, I know you do and I know I do. I want a spiritual blessing. Not just, uh, you know, to be blessed of physical things, but I like to, for the Lord to bless me and um, lift up my spirit within me and have fellowship with the Lord. And so if you would please, Matthew chapter 15 and verse 7. Ye hypocrites, well did Isaiah prophesy of you, saying, This people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth, and honored me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. But in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. And he called a multitude and said unto them, Hear and understand. Not that which goeth into the mouth defileth a man, but that which cometh out of the mouth, that this defileth a man. Then came his disciples and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Pharisees were offended after they heard this saying? But he answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly Father has not planted shall be rooted up. Let them alone, they be blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind lead the blind, both shall fall into the ditch. Then answered Peter and said unto him, Declare unto us this parable. And Jesus said, Are ye also yet without understanding? Do not you understand that whatsoever entereth in at the mouth goeth into the belly, and is cast out into the draw? But those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart, and they defile the man. For out of the heart proceeded evil thoughts, murderers, adulterers, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man, but to eat with unleavened, uh, unwashed hands defileth not a man. Pray with me, please. Father, as we read these verses, and as we've talked to people over the years about diets and things that the thing, Lord, that defile them and what they eat and 
so strict in keeping certain things uh, of themselves and thinking that these are spiritual things. But I pray that you'll help us to understand spiritual things come from above. Bless us today now as we study thy word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I spent I don't know how many hours literally over the years dealing with people about their diets and about uh, what they should eat and what they should not eat and what God says is uh, clean things and what is not clean. And I know that I can go through the New Testament now under the Old Testament law they had dietary laws that God demanded that the children of God should keep. But we're under grace. We're not under law. And when you understand that and what is covered under grace, uh, the Bible makes it very plain that if you ask God to bless it, you have the blessing of God upon your food, then you can eat what you will uh, if you ask God to bless it and give you the wisdom of eating. Now, I know there are certain things that are bad for you. There are certain things that are good for you. I know I just started taking vitamins a couple of years ago. I didn't ever think I needed vitamins. I, I'm tough enough without them. And I found out I was losing strength. So I, the doctor said I needed to take vitamins. But uh, I, what I'm talking about this morning is spiritual things uh, putting up against worldly things or what, pe- what people think that are spiritual things that they can have the blessings of God upon them. Now, there are some things that keeps us from having the blessings of God upon us. The attitude of the heart controls everything that you say and do. It's the heart. It's what you think. It's what's in you. Number one, the first blockage is doubt. And 1 Timothy 2 verse 8 says, I will therefore that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. Now, (coughs) doubt is unbelief. Doubt shows a negative attitude. Doubt is unwilling to try new ideas. Uh, Secondly, doubt must be changed. Learn how to make ideas work. Learn to ask God for direction. Now, a lot of people see new things come in their life, and the first thing they say, they can't be done. But what we Christians have got to do is learn to use new ideas if they're scriptural. Now, third thing, doubt blocks God's blessing. God will give you according to your trustworthiness. In Mark chapter 9, verse 23, Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. You know what that simply means? Whatever you can trust God for, you can have it then. Listen to it again. Mark 9, verse 23. Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Now, when attitudes and actions are right, you make yourself available to God. The doubter has nothing to offer. Now, the, the only, not only the blockage of doubt, but notice also the blockage of critical spirit. Now, turn with me to Matthew chapter 7 a minute. 
Matthew chapter 7. And I want to read just to skip over a few verses and show you some things there. Matthew chapter 7 and verse 2. For with what judgment you judge, you shall be judged, and what measure you meet, you shall be measured to you again. Then in verse 3. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but consider not the beam that is in thy own eye? Then, if you would please, go down to verse 5. Thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam out of thine own eye, and then shalt thou see the clearly to cast out the mote of thy brother's eye. Now, what this is talking about is, not everyone does what you think they should. We need to learn when others make mistakes, help them, encourage them, pick them up. Uh, risk making mistakes. Risk is the only way to accomplish anything. Uh, people think that uh, you risk everything in the world just taking chances. Well, what I want to show you is risk is the only way to accomplish anything. And so, uh, first of all, if you don't want to ever make a mistake, don't do anything then. You'll never know until you try it. Now, I'm talking about spiritual blockages, and I want to show you before I'm through with what I'm talking about clearly. First, face facts in your life. Uh, maybe I make a lot of mistakes, but here's what I'm saying. I shall try. Amen? I want to try. Instead of criticizing others, lift others up. Encourage them. Because of the critic, nothing is ever right. Did you ever notice anything? Uh, uh, something about some people, you can't ever do anything right to please them. Uh, they'll criticize everything you do. And what I learned as a Christian is to treat everybody as they are, individuals. The worst thing I think that a family makes, or mother and daddy makes, is they want all their children to be the same. And what I had to realize was I got three. I got a boy and two girls. Now, I love all three of them the same. I really do. Everybody says, who's your favorite? None of them. They're all the same. And I've learned something. Each one of them has a personality. And each one of them, I'm going to treat the same. If I can, if they'll let me, I'm going to treat them the same. And uh, I have to learn to live with what they are. Now, when it comes to our brothers and sisters in Christ, you have to do the same thing. Every brother and sister in Christ is a different personality. Uh, we're all saved. We're the children of God. But that doesn't make us all in one mold. Amen? I got a different personality you got. You got one different than I got. And so we can't criticize one another. Criticism blocks the spiritual blessings in your life. The blockage of procrastination. Ephesians 5 verse 16 says, Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Now, there's no excuse for putting things off. If you know it should be done, do it today. Do it now. And putting off things, I, um, my daddy taught me something, but if it needs to be done, do it now. Get it done. Amen? Now, putting things off is laziness. When everything is going good, we get lazy. 
uh, when we fail, we often stop working. Uh, fear of failure often stops us from working. But I have learned very early in my life especially, if I fail, uh, I don't put it off until tomorrow to try it again. I'm going to try it again now. It's like uh, I, my granddaughter, I mean my great-granddaughter, she's a gymnast, and she was going to do that beam thing, and I hate that thing because I'm afraid she's going to get hurt bad on it. But she uh, got to get up on that beam and broke her wrist on that beam. Do you know the very first I said, I don't want you ever on that beam again. She said, no, Papa, I'm going to walk that beam. <laughs> Amen. She's going to do it. And she's going to get right back up on it. That, that's what I'm trying to show you. If you're going to be successful in any spiritual thing, uh, if you try something for the Lord, you try to serve the Lord in some way, helping somebody, uh, singing, playing an instrument, do anything you call spiritual. Uh, praying, reading your Bible. You say, I didn't get a blessing last night from the Bible. All right, let's just quit. Amen? No. Read it again. Pray again. Seek the Lord again. Just keep on getting back up. Now, you should be the maximum of everything you are capable of being. Now, I don't know much, but what I got, God has blessed me with. I'm going to use all of it. Amen? And I often think about this. I wonder what I could have done more yesterday. I'm going to try better today. Amen? Now, a spiritual blockage, the blockage of guilt. In 1 John 1 verse 9, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now, I had a preacher friend of mine he got into trouble and he shouldn't have done some things and he come to me and said well God's through me I can't be serve the Lord anymore I said oh yes you can there is certain places that God says you can't be now because of what you've done okay but that doesn't mean that God is going to throw you away and get rid of you there's other avenues and I went through the Bible and showed him other avenues that he could be used at. And praise the Lord, he's still being used of God today. Now, a lot of people think, well, I got into sin and I'm through. God don't love me no more. Now, you know what I learned from, from Dr. Curtis Hudson? I never will forget it, and I use it all the time, and I tell you about it all the time. If Jesus ever loved you once, he loves you the same. Think about that. Now, we see we somebody does us wrong, or something does something against us, uh, we're not like that. But God is. We're not God. Uh, you do me wrong. Let me show you something. I, I thought this one lady said to me, "Well, I got to tell him the truth, and whatever it is, come they're wrong and do it. I'm going to tell them about it." I said, "Let me give you something. Your little mind is a computer. Everybody else's mind is a computer. If you say something against somebody," You do something against somebody without thinking about it and praying about it. You be sure that you're right about it. If you do something against somebody, they'll never forget it. It's up here in your little computer. And you cannot forget it. Now, you might forgive them, but you'll never forget it. It's always there. It'll be brought back up. But God is not that way. 
God said, I'll put your sins as far as east and west from you. I'll put them behind your back and I'll never look on them again. I thank God for His forgiveness. Amen? And some people, when it comes to a spiritual blessing, it's blocked by the guilt of sin. People feel guilty because they are guilty and know it. And they should seek forgiveness and they don't do it. Now, people are guilty because of sin in the past that is unforgiven. Some cannot forgive themselves. But we need to remember, when we ask God to forgive us, we are forgiven. We need to also confess it, repent of it, and walk away from it. Don't go back there again. And then you have the blockage of jealousy. I think that's one of the awfulest sins in the Bible. Proverbs 6.34 For jealousy is a rage of a man. Therefore, he will not spare in a day of vengeance. Jealousy is like a weight on our feet. When we let the green-eyed monster take over, when we envy others' successes, we fear of criticism. Have you ever uh, concerned about others? Think rightly, properly, right attitudes. Jealousy comes because we compare ourselves with others. Did you know that Jesus said don't compare? He makes it for plain in principle that we're not to compare ourselves with other people. We're to compare ourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? And so I, I don't want to be like you and you don't want to be like me. I want to be like Christ. Amen? And so you can't criticize everybody else. Uh, lastly, spiritual blockage, the blockage of fear. In 1 John 4.18, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear has torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. Little Ronnie Booth, uh, Jr., he don't like to be called Jr., but he is to me. But uh, uh, when he was just a little bit, I don't know, he's oh, what, nine or ten years old, I think, uh, I went to, I was asked to go to a college to preach to the seniors who was graduating, and the oratorium was packed with people. And I took him with me to sing before I preached. And, because uh, that boy could sing from the, from the very beginning. And I never will forget him. I said, you think you can do that? Yes, sir. And no doubt about it. And I went there and uh, just before I preached, he got up and sang, and man, he just let her rip. I mean, <laughs> no fear whatsoever. Just sang for the glory of the Lord, and it tore that place up. I mean, the preachers were shouting and carrying on the whole bunch, of enjoying his singing. And if it would have been me, I would have been scared to death But uh, to sing. But I learned something when God calls you to preach, that sometimes you're going to have to sing. Is sometimes you're going to lead the music. And the first time it happened to me, I was, was in a rest home. I carried a bunch of people from the church to a rest home, and they got all the people of the rest home in a, in a room, and I went to preach to them, and we went, uh, a lady was there, played the piano, and we just, they all wanted to sing a song, and I had to lead the music. 
And I never will forget. I had fear, such fear. I can do anything besides get up somebody before somebody and sing. And that fear just overwhelmed me. I can't do this, Lord. I can't sing. But I tried anyhow. And God blessed it anyhow. And what I'm saying is, listen to this very carefully now and you'll understand what I'm talking about. Somebody won't do anything spiritually for the Lord because they fear they can't do it. If I don't have the capability to do it. But listen to this, 1 John 4.18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. The fear of failure, fear of lack of ability, fear of not knowing how to do things. Then there's fear of criticism. Criticism comes no matter what we do. Anyone who does anything will be criticized. You'll be criticized if you do anything worthwhile. Now, I want to go back to Matthew chapter 15 and verse 7. Ye hypocrite, well did Isaiah prophesy of you, saying, This people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth, and honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Now, here's the problem. What is God interested in? Is He interested in, according to these scriptures, and what you eat? And your dietary laws, what you take into your body? No, he's interested in your heart. He's interested, if you want a spiritual blessings in, it does not come from the outward appearance, it comes from the inward heart. It comes from the Holy Spirit that's in you. And if you're going to have a spiritual blessing from God, you've got to get these things that we just mentioned, all those blockages, out. I'm going to serve the Lord anyhow. And if somebody criticized me, that's their problem. And I said something to myself. I made an agreement with myself several years ago. I am not going to let somebody else ruin my day. I'm not going to do it. You're not going to take my joy. You're not going to ruin my day. You can criticize me and you make fun of me. I don't care. I'm going to look for something in this day to be happy. Amen? And I'm going to serve the Lord as best as I can. And I'm not going to let somebody else steal my joy when it comes to serving the Lord. But there are some things that will keep you from having a spiritual blessing from the Lord. And when you go through those blockages, get rid of them. Get them out of the way. And then you can enjoy the spiritual blessings of the Lord. There's nothing like doing something and having that sweet feeling the Lord was with me. Amen. You ever made a visit to somebody's house to help somebody and you just didn't feel like you could handle it? But when you come away, you say, where did that come from? How did I, how did I handle that? It had to be from the Lord. Are you some message or you witnessed to somebody and the presence of the Lord was there and you witnessed somebody, maybe they got saved or some life got changed? And you said to yourself, I didn't have that within me. That had to be from the Lord. That's spiritual blessings. Amen? And when you under that's a that's a most blessed place for a Christian to live. I want the blessing of God. I, I love to people say, Thank you, preacher. Thank you for your sermon. Thank you for whatever you do. Thank you for coming to see you. That's good. And I appreciate everyone that's ever said thank you to me and appreciated me. 
but I'd rather have the blessings of God on my life than anything in the world. And I'm going to get these things out of my way. Amen? Pray with me, please. Father, would you bless now the coming hour.